and welcome to the Big Apple School podcast, the weekly English show where we speak about everything under the sun. The major goal of this show is to help you with your English and, of course, learn something new. My name's Katya, I'm your host, and today with me is Ken from the Philippines and Benjamin from London. Dear listeners, you know, we're doing our best to be as useful to you as possible, and we would love to get some feedback about it. We're always happy to see you subscribe to our pages on Apple, Gandex, Google, VK, or any other platform where you listen to our podcast. And we're even more happy to see your reviews. So make sure to give us stars, leave some comments, ask questions, and even, you know, feel free to send your ideas about our next episodes. We've had Some of the comments that gave great ideas. That's why we had the podcast about cartoons, for example. So, yeah, make sure to say hi to us. It won't take much time or effort, right? But it will help us a lot to become even better. All right. <laughs> so, and I remember we had an episode where we, you know, had a, a little bit of a walk down memory lane. So we, we, we are going to do the same thing today, only instead of talking about the most memorable events, we're going to talk about the most memorable period, maybe, which is childhood. Right. <laughs> so, and can you tell me a little bit about your childhood? I mean, what years was it in? What decade? What country were you in? And what was the state of the country at the time? Because I think it's kind, of, it's kind of important. It kind of reflects on the childhood that we had. No, um, okay, firstly, I want to say that I spent my childhood in, well, it's like a small town, it's kind of village-ish kind of place, so definitely not in the city, and um, at that time, that was uh, the early 1990s, it was uh, politically stable in the Philippines, we just had a new president who replaced the previous one, the previous one was the first female president, and then we had... Mm. Uh, somebody from uh, the military who became, you know, the president. I can say that my childhood was um, a happy one. Uh, I had a lot of fond memories. Um, and by the way, um, it was my grandmother who looked after me. And I grew up together with my two other cousins. All of us were boys. So you can just imagine how chaotic it was at oh, home. grandma. <laughs> yeah. Um, I must say, you know, we gave her such a big, well, headache. I don't want to say like pain in the, you know, but it was, we were kind of a headache to her. We would fight, you know, typical things that boys would fight for. It could be about food. It could be about toys. Sometimes the attention also of our um, grandmother. Now, to our listeners for today, they might be wondering, why did you live with your grandmother? Well, because our moms were working abroad. Mm -hmm. My mom, uh, at that time, she was in Japan. And the mother of my two cousins was in Singapore. Mm -hmm. So basically, our parent, sort of, like our mom and dad was our grandmother. Um, we didn't feel as though we, you know, lacked anything at all mm -hmm. because she was, she was really kind to us. She provided everything. We were like prince, like princess. Yeah. I have, I have a question. <laughs> so since, uh, you know, your mom's worked abroad, did you feel like a little bit maybe superior when they brought something from abroad? Like, and you're like, oh, look what I have. Maybe you, you know, like kids you know, around, you didn't have what you had. That's a very interesting question because... Um, when it came to toys, especially, or chocolates, oh my God, especially those Japanese chocolates. <laughs> um, I must say I was a bit of a show off because I had, for example, Batman, 
he was my favorite, you know, superhero. And well, to this day, he's. he's I still mean, is. I'm pretty sure everybody would show off. <laughs> I mean, come on, you're a kid and you have something that other kids don't. Oh, and my Lego collection. Oh my God! As a child, you know, as a boy, you know, growing up. Um, I was so proud of my toys: Lego, Batman, remote control cars, all of those stuff. It was a really Fancy. happy childhood. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. that's so great, Benjamin. What about you? So I had a really interesting childhood, happy childhood. I grew up in many different places. My dad's English, mum's from America, and I was born in Brazil. And my father was working in Brazil, which was why I was born there.、Mm -hmm. And I went to a British school in Brazil, so I had a really interesting mix of cultures in my childhood. And I grew up speaking well; English is my native language, but I grew up speaking Portuguese as well. That's、and、how you ended up being a polyglot. Yeah, it definitely, it definitely helps. If you grow up speaking another language, it definitely gives you the confidence to learn other languages. And yeah, I'm very privileged in that respect because I don't, I'm not scared of speaking and making mistakes. And I've always、yeah. been a little bit jealous, you know, of those bilingual kids. Okay,、um, before I, you know,、uh, insert something, I just want to ask you a question.、Yeah. Can you still speak? Portuguese, yeah, to to a certain extent. So I learned Italian at university, and that kind of really messed with my Portuguese because it's a Romance language, and I also dabbled a little bit in Spanish too. So that's、wow. it's kind of washed away a lot of Portuguese, but I can definitely hold a good conversation in Portuguese, and I can probably pick it up again if I put my mind to it. But it's a yeah, it's a fascinating language, and、mm. of course, Brazilian Portuguese is very different to Portuguese in Portugal. Right. So wait, until what age did you live in, in、um, Brazil then? So I, okay, so I was born in Brazil, lived there for one year, went to New York for what was it, two years, and then back to Brazil and moved. Lived there until I was eight and a half when I moved to London. So what was the The country stayed like when you were living in Brazil. It was relatively stable. Previously, I know Brazil had a military dictatorship,、mm -hmm. but during that period, it was a rather—I mean, Brazil was not particularly stable, but it was relatively stable for Brazil. <clears throat> I mean, Brazil is a pretty can be a very dangerous place、mm -hmm. to go. It's not like you leave the plane at the airport and you. Get robbed. I mean, might do, but it's not. It's not as dangerous as people make it out to be. However, my family, we were lucky. Nothing bad happened to us. At least I don't think anything bad happened to us. But at least we, nothing you know of. Yeah, nothing I know of. But we had friends who were kidnapped and. Oh my、wow. goodness! Yeah, really dangerous. Yeah, I I can't remember all the details of the story, but I remember yeah, one friend was driven out. To not a forest, but to a remote area, and yeah, robbed. All the items, personal possessions, were taken and left I, in the middle of nowhere. First, I thought that you know there was like a ransom. Right. It was kind of like a ransom. I, to be honest, I don't remember all the details of the story. Oh wow! And by the way, you're an only child, right? No, no, no. I have、oh, a younger、sorry. brother. Ah,、uh, you have. Yeah. How, how much and, younger? Only. only Almost two years younger, so one year, ten months, and he currently lives in Los Angeles, just outside of Los Angeles. For some, for some reason, I thought that the brother you mentioned, who lives in Los Angeles, is your cousin. Yeah. Oh no, no, no. <laughs> oh, 
Oh wow! So he's your he's my biological brother. brother. Yeah, my yeah. biological brother. But what, what was it like being with him as a child? Um, oh, what we, was your relationship like? Oh, he's one of my best friends. He is my best friend. He's so funny. You didn't fight, <laughs> no. Very punching. rarely. Very oh, rarely. Of really? course, we, we did. We did occasionally, but but very rarely. And oh, okay. we, we, wow, because yeah. I have a feeling that all siblings fight when they're kids. Oh no, of course, of course, you did have a rumble and tumble, of course. But we we had a fun relationship. I I really that's yeah, good. I really am close to my brother. So I have a, I have an older. Well, maybe that's because you have like a two year old difference. Because I have a I have an older sister. We have a six year difference. And oh god, the fights were brutal. <laughs> like really, a lot of shouting was involved. And sometimes when I look back and you know remember what I did, I just feel so ashamed. Really, because I remember sometime, like one day she was working on a school project, and we didn't have a computer at that time, so you know everything was drawn by hand. She yeah. spent like hours and hours on it, and I just came. To, and I think I was like about four years old, and I came to her and asked if. That was for school, and she said yes. The moment she left for the bathroom, I took a permanent mark and just, you know, just <laughs> ruined. Oh now I think about it, I feel so bad. How old uh, were you then? Four. I think oh, it was about, well, this about understandable. four or five. <laughs> But yeah, we had fights, shouting, screams, throwing things at each other. I'm pretty sure it would have been, you know, physical if my, well, if our mom, you know, wouldn't stop us. Except. I mean, sister relationships can be quite tricky. Usually, <laughs> do, I mean, maybe I'm just generalizing hugely here, but do you think, do you think there's an ideal age gap between sisters? I don't know. I don't know. I, I feel like there's. Well, I don't know because sometimes you know it's not about the age gap, but about the character. Sometimes mm -hmm. it is about the age, but I think maybe like. Two years. I, I in general think that two year gap between siblings is kind of cool. You can play together because you know when you have it six is, year yeah. difference, it's not that you play together a lot. But yeah, but when my sister moved to college to Novosibirsk, I was so happy because I got my own room and things started to get well from there. <laughs> but uh, I wonder though, um, did you have anything in common? Because uh, <clears throat> I'm just interested whether you agreed on something. Our love for food. Okay. I mean, she's she's into math and music. I am talentless. I never had any kind of you know love for any kind of science. Mm -hmm. So not really, not really. We are as different as that can be. Okay. Like uh, even in the way we look, we are just so different. We laugh that we are halfsies. Meaning, I have my dad's face and my mom's you know like figure. Mm -hmm. and she's the opposite. He she has you know our mom's face. And our dad's figure, so we're just so different in this way. So I guess that explains the fights. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Yeah, but I was um, so since you mentioned, you know, you said where you were growing up. So I was growing up in Yakutia, so very remote area, incredibly cold. And I was born in 1993, so right, well, not long after the fall of the Soviet Union. So which is why most of my childhood years were kind of poor years. So, you know, nothing to show off me. Well, although we, we could, because my mom worked in a shop. So sometimes we would get something that other kids didn't have. So, but yeah. Well, was it dangerous in Yakutia in the 90s? Or was it just, was it, was it okay? Because I, mean, I know a lot of cities in Russia had... I would say that uh, it was safe for kids, at least. Yeah. So, so you can walk around... You can walk back from school. Well, I know it's freezing, but, but did you have a school bus, by the way? Or did you walk to school? What did you do? Mm, 
until the eighth grade, I walked to school because I was living not far from it, but I lived in a dangerous neighborhood in general, you know, so you wouldn't be allowed to walk, you know, during the night or to have like night parties or something like that. Even even after that, when I was 16 and I graduated from school, you know, most of the most of my classmates who lived in the center, they parted until like morning, they were having walks. And I lived in that neighborhood, so I had to be home at like 9 p.m. Mm-hmm. So it was... And what exactly made the area dangerous? Was it just what, alcoholism or was it... Yep. Yeah, pretty yep. much that. Mostly, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But all in all, I think, I think I just didn't know about all the dangers when I was a kid, like, you know, until I was like 10 maybe or mm-hmm. something like that. Because, yeah, it was just okay. It was just a happy childhood. Mm-hmm. We didn't think about it. I have a question like for you. Did you, because I know it was an old, I know you're obviously not Soviet, but it was an old Soviet tradition for kids to have like a key on a necklace around their, around their neck and they would walk home with this key around their neck. Did you have a key around your neck? Oh, I didn't. I didn't. Oh, you didn't? It was just... What was that for though? Just not to lose it. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah, because I, I listened to this show on YouTube called the Yushanka Show and they talk about the Soviet Union and he was talking about how... But if you ever see, you know, like pictures of kids having their mittens on a rubber, you know, like rubber mm. band that goes around your neck and then you have the mittens. We had that so that we don't yeah. lose the mittens. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> really interesting. <laughs> yeah. So... Yeah. So, and what kind of a kid were you? I mean, were you an um, introvert, a shy kid, or were you like sociable, fighting a lot? You know, that's funny because I thought I was like, not exactly Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, but <laughs> okay, let's just put it this way. I had maybe like two personalities, one uh, for the home, the other one was for the school. At home, I was rather quiet. Um I wasn't very, you know, like talkative. Um, and I remember after, you know, living some time in that, you know, part of the country, we moved to Manila and then I had even more cousins to deal with. <laughs> well, take note, deal with um, because we had such different personalities. So I was, uh, I would say I was quieter at home, didn't speak that much, but at school, I was like a wild animal that was I have was a feeling that's <laughs> mostly the case, you know, because when I was working at school and the kids were just driving me crazy, you know, running, breaking things. Maybe you remember the story how uh, 11-year-olds broke a fire extinguisher at the school I was working at. So, and then I talked to their parents and they're like, no, I we don't believe you. He's such a quiet and shy child. I'm like, hey, what now? Like, these are definitely things your child is yeah. not. That's why, okay, um, let me just continue. That's why when one of my playmates, um, you know, back home um, found me, uh, I don't know, like how, uh, okay, I just discovered one time that his, it was his brother who actually went to the same school as, uh, you know, I did. And he was surprised to see me at school. I was so talkative, very active. Um, and I made fun of, you know, the other kids at school. And he thought, oh my God, I never thought you could say such things. You could have pulled, you know, a trick and say that you had a twin brother. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, well. Maybe, you know, I guess uh, part of the reason why I was like that, it's because I was mainly, you know, apart from being surrounded by other kids uh, with really big personalities at home, 
um, my grandmother was really strict too. Mm-hmm. Um, she didn't want us to misbehave. We had to, you know, like we had to uh, behave properly. So how would she, how would she punish if something didn't? Oh my god, it was corporal <laughs> punishment, and it didn't really old matter. School. Really old school. It could be yeah. a belt or a stick. She would hit me, and um, I know that I've said this before um, in one of our podcast um, sessions. Um, I would even beg for her to choose the. I mean, some parts of the body such such that it won't hit my bone. So I would say, like, can you just hit me on my bottom? Um, but you know, it was indiscriminate beating, and like, I, ouch, ouch. Uh, you know, I, I was trying to already negotiate with her which body parts she should hit. Oh my god! So, so is, she didn't care. Is um, corporal punishment still legal in schools in the Philippines? So nowadays, no. Oh no! But back in the day when I was, well, I know you know we're going a little off topic here, but. Um, but still I, re- childhood, I, remember, yeah. I remember you told us about a teacher who was like punishing the kids, like yes, beating them with, yes, the, with a yeah. ruler or something. That was the 1990s, the early 1990s. Uh, outside of the city, teachers were basically allowed to, you know, hit mm. students, which I was kind of envious because when I became a teacher and, okay, I'm sorry for, okay, I don't want to sound. No, I can brutal. relate. I can relate. You know, there are some, um, let's just say stubborn, you know, um, students who I really wanted <laughs> to beat, but that's illegal now. So I can't. And I just thought it's unfair because as a child, I experienced some kind of beating yeah. from teachers. Yeah. Well, I know in the, I, I believe in Singapore, it's still legal for boys to, hmm. I, th- I think it's with a, not a ruler, but with a, a special cane. It's like a, a flexible cane, mm. which you can do it. And it looks quite hilarious. <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> well, unless you are a kid who's, you know, gets beaten by yeah. a cane. Wait, Benjamin, what about you? What kind of a child were you? Um, at times I was really well behaved. And at other times I was, I was a nightmare. <laughs> yeah. So how, how did that show? Well... When I was a teenager, I was, let's just say I was an idiot. Well, teenager, no, well, yeah, yeah. we don't we don't talk about yeah. teenage years. So we're talking about childhood, childhood. Yeah, let's right. talk okay. about let's say until the teenage years, so until yeah. twelve included, so until thirteen. You were a nightmare in what sense? Well, to be honest, as a child, I wasn't really a nightmare. I was just very energetic. <laughs> I liked to run around a lot. Mm-hmm. And- well, that's what kids do. They yeah. have a lot of energy. They have to somehow, yeah. you know, express it. They can't just sit still yeah so i think that's totally fine did you fight uh well at school i mean that was only maybe a bit later but not really to be honest okay all right um i'm just interested to ask this one to to the both of you were you uh did you cause some problem to your parents were your parents ever asked to go to school maybe oh yeah or oh what did you do all sorts of naughty things i mean oh come on Give like, some like, details. Yeah. Well, I, I used to love throwing stuff out the window. <laughs> it was a hobby. And yeah, that was one of many naughty little things. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I never I never did anything mean to people, but mm. I, I, I enjoyed naughty things. Okay. <clears throat> Not bad. You know, yeah. now that I look back uh, to, you know, my childhood years and the place where I was growing up and people I was growing up around, I have to say that my parents are really lucky because I was surrounded by kids who 
in no way were, you know, a good influence because at that time, um, you know, when I was like 11, 12, well, start of the teenage years, a lot of teenagers, a lot of kids around me were taking drugs. So they would, you know, like they would smell the glue. They would put it like in a plastic bag and just, you know, get hallucinations or whatever. Smoking, drinking, you name it. So my parents are lucky because I did none of those things. Of course, you know, at some point you would try, you know, to smoke or something like that. But it was more like... I, I don't understand the glue. It's just not fun. I don't, I don't get... I, mean, I understand maybe vodka, but the glue is... It's cheap and available. Yeah. So, in a, well, again, not a very happy neighborhood, I would say. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I never caused any problems. So, you know, I was a good student. I wanted to learn. I loved, I loved studying. The only time that my mom actually went to school... Well, I'm... Un- you know, unless usually it was like a teacher parent conference or something like that teacher parent meeting. So, but that one time she went to school was when I got in a fight and I got my nose broke. <laughs> oh, oh, tell God. us more. Tell us more. <laughs> oh, it was just, I don't, I don't remember much. I remember that I was like in the fifth grade, I was 10. Mm-hmm. So, and then we got into a fight with a girl and I hit her several times and she hit me and she hit me, you know, in the nose. And that's how I got my nose broken. And that's why now I have a little, you know, bump on my nose oh my goodness so yeah so did you have to have your nose in a kind of cast or no you can't do that uh, yeah but what do you do if you have a broken nose do hope you have for the to... best <laughs> well basically we went to a doctor you know he was just really pushing you know like putting... trying to align your nostrils yeah and... and then i had to click and he's like so yeah it's broken i'm like i'm pretty sure oh, that God. it was you who broke it just a second ago he's like no 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 i helped you mm-hmm. so and then you just hope that it grows you know back i mean not grows but i mean the bone but you can breathe okay through your nose there's no problem oh yeah yes, oh, okay, it's right. not a problem so yeah, yeah. You know what? Well, you were talking about your experience uh, at school with this other girl that you had a fight with. I just remembered my experience too. I stabbed my classmate with a (laughs) mechanical pencil. Like I just indiscriminately stabbed him with my mechanical pencil. And I I was in sixth uh, grade at the time. What did he do? I, I'm trying to remember, but I think he, he said something to me, which I really didn't like. And for some reason, I was overcame Ken, with did you go to prison? <laughs> <laughs> well, fortunately not. But I was taken to the principal's office and um, yeah. my oh, aunt wow. had to be called in, you know, to report about yeah. what I did. Well, in yeah. my case, you know, when we had this fight, nobody was called to the principal. Nobody cared because let's be honest, I was studying at a school where worse things happened because I remember once during a math, a lesson of math when I was, I think I was around 11, uh, a classmate of mine just cut his veins open, you know, just like... Wow. We were just like, I, what? Okay. Then we had a health day, which involved a lot of sport activities and teamwork. And we had glass doors in, in, you know, in the hallway. And one guy just took another with, you know, by the hand, just smashed his face into the glass. So, yeah, that was the school I went to for the first eight years. So, yeah. So that's why I'll fight... Mm-hmm. Just a broken nose was nothing. <laughs> nothing. So, yeah, that gives you a little bit of a, you know, image of what kind of neighborhood I lived in. But then I um, went to a president gymnasium, as it's called. So, you know, a really cool school. 
high level of education. In, in Yakutsk as well, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I had to take a bus uh, to go there. And I only got there because my mom worked there. So that's why they agreed to accept me. And the first year I just started so horribly just because it was too high of a level and I couldn't, you know, catch up on all the things I didn't know. But then, you know, I managed to... So was this Lyceum, Lyceum, I'm not sure how you call it, but... It was a gymnasium. A a gymnasium. So was it the one special place in the Sahara Republic where intelligent students go to or... Well, at that time, it was um, relatively easy to, to get... Well, the thing is that in most places in Russia, you go to school, which is closer to your building, to your, like in your neighborhood. Mm. So depending on the, your address and registration. So that was the case too there. But, you know, they allowed me to get in just because my mom was working there. So technically all the kids were from the neighborhood. So from the center, Mm -hmm. city center kids, you know? (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. And what were typical activities in your childhood? Oh, I really love talking about it. I mean, like what, did you love doing as a kid and what was common for kids for kids to do in general at that time you know uh, in my case uh, i loved daydreaming just looking up the sky imagining as if i could fly you know i, I was rich in imagination um i would imagine all those um cartoons that you know i watched and dreamed that i also possessed uh, you know the powers that they had so that did that you was watch one. pokemon Yes, I did. Because I did the same thing, you know, but I thought what I would do if I had that Pokemon or that Pokemon. Oh, wow. Especially when we were fighting with a sister. I'm like, if I had this Pokemon, I would tell them to do this, this, this to you. In my case, however, um, yes, I did watch that, but I was a huge fan of um, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. If you know this, you've heard of this, Oh, the Power Rangers, yeah. Yeah. that one and then sometimes i would play pretend as though i was wolverine oh my god x-men oh god that was <laughs> that was really my childhood fantasy that, like like i was you know wolverine so and did you spend much time outside did you spend much time in the street well i tried to spend as much as i could outside playing with you know the neighborhood kids although my grandmother she would limit us because mm. you know she would say oh those kids they're okay, uh, they're not properly raised by their parents. I don't want you to learn from them some bad words, which actually she was right. Mm -hmm. Um, They were a bit crude. Um, You know, they would do naughty things and my grandmother would disapprove of it. Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. she would try to limit... What kind of naughty things would they do? Um... I cannot say it here. It's <laughs> even a little too much for children so, to be oh, talking about those so, things. So and maybe it's not naughty. Maybe it's just explicit. <laughs> very, yeah. Okay, I guess that's the, yeah. the right word for that. It's <laughs> too explicit. So yeah. I cannot say it here. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, as children, we were curious of things. Mm. I yeah. wish I could say it, but I can't. <laughs> so what were uh, typical things that people would, well, what kids would do outside? I mean, what kind of games maybe, or I mean, when you're outside, what do you do? Uh, well, we had, a, we had a lot of like street games. One of them is like hide and seek. Uh-huh. We, also, we also had this uh, Chinese garter. It's kind of like a rope that you have to hop over. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
So we call that, like in Russian, what we call it is translated as like elastic band. So two people would, you know, have this elastic band and you would jump like over It's to exactly. the side. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I love finding out these and talking about these universal things maybe or things that were everywhere, no matter what part of the world you were growing up in. Right. Oh, and we also used to play um, in Tagalog, my other language, we called it Bahay Bahayan. So basically the idea is we play pretend as though somebody's gonna uh, be the father, the mother, the children, mm, you know, mm -hmm. like role play. Mm -hmm, yeah. mm -hmm. And it we was fun. But we had to do though at uh, the house of, you know, one of the mm -hmm. kids either at our house or, you know, my friend's house. And, uh, oh, for example, one of my female friends, she would have, uh, you know, toys for cooking and we would participate. Okay, it's lunchtime. What are you, what are we going to have for lunch? So, yeah, yeah. You know, it was Aww. fun. It was fun. Yeah, we had the same. We called that mothers and daughters. Wow. <laughs> daughters and mothers anyway, but yeah. So did you watch a lot of Soviet cartoons as a kid? Oh, of course. Yeah. What that's you, why, that's why all of the people, you know, now know them well if not by heart at least you know remember some of the basic phrases well we them. did talk about a lot of this in the cartoon podcast but oh yeah i watched yeah. What, whatever you can imagine of the soviet cartoons i watched that uh watched a lot of um uh, sailor moon pokemon charmed so by the way yeah love that so yeah yeah watched a lot of tv in general i think especially when we got like five channels or six channels and MTV was one of them. And I was like, oh, this is something new. Before I ask Ben about, you know, some of the games that he played or, you know, the typical um, activities that yeah. children did in his neighborhood, I just want to say that back in the day, again, it, that was the early 90s and um, we had bad reception for our mm -hmm. television such that, oh, I remember... One night there was a thunderstorm and I had to go all the way to the roof to adjust the antenna because we could hardly see anything mm -hmm. on the television. And the, I think, okay, I, I know that you're going to touch on this later on. I guess that's one of the most dangerous things I've ever done. But, you know, at that time, I wasn't aware of it. I just wanted to see. Oh, the I just feel clearly. that kids in general think they are immortal. They don't think about the dangers, you know. Yeah. Oh, but that's a good point about antennae because we used to have one on the roof and we lived in a second, well, you know, like two floored building, but it was like with 12 apartments. So, but the thing is that, you know, we had uh, three, four or five storied buildings around. So the reception was not that great. So my dad went to the, well, the building next to ours, which was five floors, put the antenna on the roof there and then just had, you know, like, <clears throat> the the wire or something right. like that to go to our building. My God, I still remember. Oh, goodness, <laughs> I can't believe. Uh, to do it in the middle of a thunderstorm. Yeah, that was, was not so very brave wide. of me. <laughs> brave? Okay, yeah, let's put I mean, it this brave way. Okay. And probably stupid of me. But, but then again, as you've mentioned, as a child, you don't really realize the danger that mm -hmm. you get into. Exactly, yeah. Because you're too yeah, It must have been really scary because you have serious tropical thunderstorms. Yeah, especially, in, yeah. you know, in the Philippines. Yeah, the weather. And going like, up in a thunderstorm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, we should be, you know, thankful that you're here right yeah, now. I, then. I'm still alive. Hey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
So Benjamin, my favorite game I just remembered was well in Portuguese it's called Gato Mia, which means cat meow, and in English it's called Marco Polo. So basically, you go into a dark room oh. with loads of people, and someone says Marco, and then everyone has to hide and say. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, is that is that to, is that when you put like a scarf around your yeah, eyes you, and then you have to like exactly find, find the people. people? Yeah, that was really fun. And oh, yeah. we had that yeah. too. We had that that's too. Fun. Yeah. Oh, that's so fun. Ooh, that's see, exciting. Universal games for kids. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So what 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 other activities did kids like doing? What other kids activities? To be honest, I. <laughs> I, I like playing a lot of. Yeah, I like kicking football around a lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Playing around. I didn't have a games console when I was a kid, so I did a lot of. Oh, I didn't even know they existed. You know, until I was like ten. Well, not ten, maybe. But yeah. But oh, I, no, wait. We had Sega. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Sega. Yeah, those Sega drives. But yeah, I used to. It was kind of funny. I used to love drawing maps and making fake countries, Aww. which was wow. quite fun. Yeah. That's, that's really fun. creative. That's so cool. Fun. And then I used to like making fake alphabets as well of random that's funny because i tried to create my own language when i was 11 oh, that's I was like, fun. i just one day i decided okay i'm going to make my own country i'm gonna have uh, yeah. my own language mm -hmm. and then i started writing vocabulary yeah oh <laughs> yeah, no, 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 yeah that's yeah very similar yeah wow interesting we so, sometimes yeah. try to think of a code language where you would put you know one syllable after let's say sa or c after each syllable so let's say if i want to say cat i would say katsa <laughs> let's say i went home isi wasn't kosomese for example you know something like this you would put a syllable oh god oh it's so fun uh i wonder though um what uh what toys did you have did you have action figures or lego my favorite toys guess what were Airplanes. Dictionaries. Airplanes. Airplanes? Oh, yes. well, airplanes, that sounds just yeah. about Mo right. Model airplanes. Yeah, I love them. Just so, just to make it clear, we've had already two episodes on transport because somebody is a huge transport nerd. We're probably going to have more, hopefully. <laughs> 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 airplanes. Well, that yeah. sounds right. That sounds yeah, right. Trains and airplanes. I mean, I, I prefer airplanes, but trains are still really cool. Oh, yeah. I When I think of typical activities, this is nothing what... Well, I mean, of course, we've had the same things like uh, hide and seek and this, you know, when you try to find people in a dark room and you have like a scarf over your, over your eyes or like hopscotch. But at the same time, we had things that were common for cold regions, you know, because, for example, in winter, the typical things were like going down the slides, the ice hills, uh, the snowball fight, you know, all the typical things. But the snowball fights was only possible at the beginning of the winter when the snow was still, you know, kind of sticky. Because then when it's minus 40, you, know, you can't make snowballs. And then... But is it true that Russians don't really do snowballs? Because I've spoken to a lot of people about snowballs and a lot of people say they, they don't do it. You can only do it the first couple of days when the snow falls. Oh, really? Because this is the only time when it's kind of, you know, sticking. You can actually make a snowball. Make, yeah. Because if you try to do it, you know, um, let's say in the middle of winter, even here in Siberia, yeah. you take the snow and it's like salt. Yeah. So... You know, it's impossible to make anything out of it. Right. Because when I was an older kid, we, well, in England, it snowed once every three years, once every two years. And when it snowed, it was a huge event. I went to an all boys school 
and obviously that's a a riot <laughs> and their people would not just make normal snowballs and throw them they would put like rocks and apples inside inside the snowballs wow <laughs> They'd throw it it would hurt apple inside that snowball what about a stone yeah, the stones a are pretty stone f- inside oh my it god pretty it's even worse <laughs> how yeah interesting yeah yeah evil kids Right? Yeah. And then uh, one thing about Yagutia is that uh, it has continuous permafrost. So it's impossible to, you know, have anything under the ground. So, you know, that's why we will never have metro or like basements or something like that. And that's why the houses are built on what is called stilts. Mm. So which are basically like uh, like piles that are driven into the ground, into the continuous permafrost so that the building would stand. And those uh, stilts, they ray, well, they are kind of several feet above the ground mm-hmm. or like, you know, at least a meter above the ground. So that's why we often went under the buildings. You would go onto the building, you know, you just had to bend over a little bit. And we were running up there. You could find all sorts of interesting things that you didn't have to know about. For example, we often saw like empty syringes and I was like, oh, that's interesting how that ended up here. I never, at that time, you know, the naive age, you, you never thought about these things. Well, and you just put the syringe in your mouth and you play with it. No, I, no, I was not that dumb of a kid. I yeah. wish I could. Uh, okay, I'll leave it to the imagination of our listeners because um, you thought, about a syringe i happened to see i which i thought was a balloon but <laughs> anyway i'm gonna leave it to everyone's yeah. imagination that naive you age you know when when was, when we well, didn't we didn't know what things were yeah. yeah what else did we do um again because of the continuous permafrost you know how all the heating pipes are under the ground here and in most parts of the world. In Yakutia, they are above ground. Mm -hmm. So all the heating pipes. So, and sometimes it was fun just to run on them, you know, like, do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Like, okay. Well, and then if it breaks, everyone loses their hot water. (laughs) What happened? I mean, they were covered with lots of layers of, like, different materials. So child-proof, basically. Well, it was more about cold proof but so that's why yeah that wouldn't happen when you were running on it as a rule yeah but then you know the i have no idea how to call that but you know this thing that they put it's like an insulator i think so um it looks like cotton you know it's like cotton pad well not pads but something like that it's not steel wool what is it called oh yeah it might be something like that yeah yeah but the thing is that we're like oh it looks like that thing we have at home like fiberglass wool something like that maybe Mm. maybe they were like oh it looks so cool and once you know like try to play with it Mm. oh it was so painful i think it's carcinogenic it's what carcinogenic oh my god it can cause cancer yeah Mm mm-hmm I think it is, and it's really bad for your lungs because the dust it produces. Thanks for adding to my paranoia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wish I didn't know that. So, but yeah, what else? Yeah. What else? What else? So these were the typical things, you know, like do just to run around, mm. to do all these things. Of course, we had like all those um, games with a ball, you know. Oh, there's one game that uh, we also played sometimes. So it's called... Cossacks and robbers. Cossack, like as yeah. in mm-hmm. Kazakh. So, and apparently there is like an, an 
an English or an American what, cowboys and Indians. Yeah, I, I heard about another another name of it, which is uh, somebody cops and robbers. Oh, cops! Of course, yeah, of course, cops and robbers. Yeah. So, and the idea is that you're divided into two teams: the Cossacks and the um, and the robbers. And then you know the uh, the robbers try to hide. The Cossacks give them you know like a five ten minute head start, and then begin looking for them. Basically. The idea is that, you know, it's just kind of a hide and seek, but with more rules. But we, <laughs> I don't know where it came from, but for some reason in Yakutia, when you f- when the Cossacks found the robbers, they had to torture them to actually make them say that, yes, yes, I'm a robber. So, and people would, you know, like, it's okay if they would tickle you, but sometimes they would like kind of hit you, mm. scratch you. Oh. Now I look back at it and think, why, what the hell? <laughs> It's it's kind of similar to the game It. Do you know the game It? No. Where you just run around and you have... It's kind of... I think it's called Tag in America, maybe. Oh, you run around, you touch the person, then he's the one who has to run. Uh, Exactly, yeah. Oh, okay. I thought... Yeah, I kind of knew this game by the the name of like Game of Tag. And then you have Piggy in the middle where you have a ball or you're throwing something and usually you have three people and the person in the middle has to catch the the ball. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's the game? Um, do, 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 do. There is one more game, which I only tried to play like twice in my life. It's when you have two teams uh, and, you know, each team stands um, face to face to each other, you know, and each team kind of makes a line of people. You all hold hands together and then you just run towards the other team and your uh, goal is to break the, this chain that they have, you know, because they're holding arms, oh, yeah. you know, like, uh, but the thing is that people would, you know, use all of the force they can. So, and that would become brutal, you know, like people hit you and whatnot. And that sounds very physical. It is. So I tried yeah. it twice and then I was just covered with bruises. I'm like, I'm not playing that anymore. Oh, we had this really physical, I wouldn't call it a game. It was more like a challenge. It was really horrible actually thinking about it. It was on the school bus mm-hmm. and I was, what, 10 years old. And you would have the six formers. In England, the six formers are 17, 18 year olds finishing their last years of school. Maybe they were 16 as well. And usually the older boys would sit at the back of the bus. They would have, it was the fun part of the bus and, mm-hmm. and the, younger, the younger ones at the front. And basically the older kids would tape, I don't know, five pound note to the back of the bus. Mm-hmm. And you'd have to run down the middle and try to get the five pound note. And everyone would hit you and punch you and, and like do everything they could to like not allow you to get the five pound note. Oh, and and we, called it, we called it the gauntlet. And it was... Oh, my goodness. It was actually really nasty. I don't know how... Because I was young. I was like 10, 11. I don't understand how those older kids would like really hit... <laughs> like, like they wouldn't just like tap you or push well, you. They would like really go for it. You know, two and things then, about yeah. kids. One, they think they're immortal. They don't know about the danger and they don't care about the danger. Two, kids are cruel. Yeah. That's one thing, you know, you understand when you grow, grow yeah up. i remember once I, I got the five pound note and they took it away from me oh, no. <laughs> it must be one of the uh, older boys yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's unfair though it yeah. is oh my goodness you go through all of that you actually agree to go through all of that well oh, it's kind goodness. of you're an all boys school you kind of have to be the, oh yeah the, okay the hard just play along yeah 
But it was, it, I mean, um, it was fun, but it hurt. Mm-hmm. It really hurt. Of course. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. And then the bus driver hated it. It was hilarious. He would, you can imagine, yeah. <laughs> he would always stop the bus and he would say, sit down. <laughs> <laughs> stop making such a noise. <laughs> oh, goodness. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So when, uh, since we've, we've briefly mentioned on kids, you know, being careless and thinking they're immortal. So can you think of any other dangerous things you did as a child? I think um, for me, I put some, uh, I poured some water into a, um, what was that? Electric. Um, it was like a, a, a jar and then mm-hmm. I put it on top of our uh, burner. Uh, well, I was just, I was too young. And then I was waiting. When you say okay. a jar, does that mean a glass jar? Yeah, exactly. Okay. And I just put it on top of the fire. So the burner and I was just looking at it like I wonder what's gonna happen and then after a few minutes guess what happened boom it <gasps> exploded and thank god I had some distance away from the burner otherwise you know the pieces could have the, hit glass, my eyes yeah. and I could have been blind but thank god um, oh and then I learned goodness. my lesson I thought to myself I'm not gonna do this again and I'm not going to let my grandmother know because if she found out about it, <laughs> I, would have, I, I would have, I would be dead. Not for, you know, I wouldn't be blind, but I, I would have been dead, you know, from the beating. Yeah. <laughs> oh so my goodness. Yeah. Oh, that that remind when I was younger, I used to like to do experiments with the microwave. <laughs> what <laughs> so did you do? Would, we would put all sorts of toys in the microwave. Toys? You and are we, insane. <laughs> it was really fun. And Have you the, seen all those videos where people put something like foil paper in it? Yes, yes. And different yeah. like metal things. And yeah. then you just look at the fireworks inside well, the that's microwave. How, that's how I discovered the power of the microwave was when I actually Did you have any pets? I had a cat. And no, I did not put the cat <laughs> in the microwave. Yeah, I, was, I was thinking that. Because no, I, heard, I heard about some kids who decided to see what's going to happen oh if they put God. a hamster into a microwave. <laughs> They're I evil. believe those. Yeah. That is t- I love animals, by the way. <laughs> Benjamin is like, that is terrible. I'm just laughing. Thank God you only put your toys in, uh, you know, in the microwave and not some kind How's of an animal. Did it live a long, happy life? It only lived eight years. Why? <laughs> <laughs> No, it was not the... Oh, I feel terrible about my cat now. No, not the microwave, no. Okay. But what happened to the cat? No, I you just... keep be, avoiding answering the question, <laughs> Benjamin. I, to be honest, I think the cat died because of she had too much flea... Aww. Do, do, do you know the the flea medicine he put on mm-hmm. his neck? Mm-hmm. I think maybe it had kidney failure. So I think, it was, I think it was because of that and not, and not because of a microwave experiment. <laughs> Thank God. Yeah. Well, yeah. God bless Kissy in heaven. So dangerous things. Anything else that comes to mind? Well, um, I guess playing with some um, stray dogs. <laughs> oh God, yeah. Yeah, we had, uh, and in general, Yakutsuki is notorious for having a lot of stray dogs. And sometimes like we have a lot of uh, cases in the city where people were killed by the stray dogs, you know, because wow, they, they run this- in like packs. It's even so, worse. Yeah, I remember reading a story in Ulan Ude where a, this poor lady had her face mm-hmm. ripped off essentially by a straight mm-hmm. dog. It was dangerous, yeah. But I love dogs. Sometimes I would just, you know, try to pet them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm going to die trying to pet something I shouldn't, like in general. I mean, I love dogs, but at least I was careful mm-hmm. um, because I was 
kind of like scared of dogs because well um in our village um the dogs were not so friendly <laughs> and i remember some of my friends they were bitten and i would just look at them i was on the balcony and like oh poor eric he was bitten by the dog so it was like watching a film mm-hmm. i was just sitting there and okay poor kid i wonder who the next victim will be oh wow <laughs> i was just watching from the balcony but thank god for wow. me i've i've never been bitten by a but, dog d- um did you have any kind of like dangerous animals or dangerous i do not know snakes insects in the philippines uh, of course we do um snakes uh, in particular um but fortunately for me i was saved by our cat Mm-hmm. And um the cat actually had a fight with this snake and well in the end the snake uh died but um I was close to being bitten by uh sorry bitten by a snake but uh, I was just fast enough to you mm-hmm. know run Do That's kids amazing. in general just try to play with them and you know kind of like poke them with uh, with something maybe No not really uh, because okay. we were scared of snakes All right Yeah what about Brazil? Oh, I, I, re- I mean, obviously there are loads of dangerous animals in Brazil, but I lived in an apartment, so really it was just insects, to be honest. But I do remember being a little kid playing on the ground floor of the apartment and with well, the apartment building. And I remember there were stick insects just chilling around the trees and the foliage around the apartment. It was so weird and interesting seeing these animals the ones that kind of look like sticks sticks yeah, sticks, like, sticks, like, sticks. Like they literally sticks. look like sticks yeah. and it was really oh. i was really scared when i first but they're it. not dangerous uh-huh. they're not well i mean say that to a kid who sees that for the first time in their life i was just shocked i mean i wasn't uh, scared is probably the wrong word just shocked mm-hmm. yeah okay yeah because yeah, i was uh, growing up in Iguchi, you don't really see dangerous things i mean there are no snakes nothing like that there are 100,000 types of mosquitoes yeah but you know they're not dangerous dangerous so yeah it's only the stray dogs i think yeah but what we love doing is maybe you've seen some of those old garages um around the town you know they they're not attached to a building just a garage mm-hmm. so when we had a lot of those so just standing so we would run on their roofs and then jump from one garage to another. And sometimes there would be like some distance. And sometimes, you know, some people fell and then you just hope that they would not break something. And then we had those, oh, I don't know how to say that. So basically sometimes there were separate buildings with little doors maybe, and they were like storage units, Mm -hmm. something like that, but like very, very, very little. So in each storage unit was assigned to an apartment. So we loved getting into those storage units, you know, especially the abandoned ones, going like in rummaging through stuff. But the thing is that it had like kind of two floors and we would run on the second one and there were no... um, Barriers? Yeah, no barriers, no handrails. So, and yeah, sometimes people were jumping from like off, off them from the second floor and we had a kid who actually fell and I think he had a concussion. God. That's not good. Yeah, and we went to, he, we took him to, 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 to his apartment. We said to his mom, we're just like, don't tell your mom. It was us. Don't tell your mom, you know, you mm-hmm. were going with us. And then we took him and we're like, we had a little accident. And she's like, what happened? So, yeah. But no, I only, I never broke anything while playing at least. Mm-hmm. 
So yeah, I was. Yeah. You know, the, the funny thing is, whenever um, we got into trouble when uh, uh, you know as kids. Um, we wouldn't tell our parents. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I it's think like, that don't the consequences tell... would be even more. I think than... the most common phrase, you know, that siblings have at least is, don't tell mom, don't tell mom. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, so we know about your grandma, but Benjamin, have you ever been like punished or scolded for something? Oh, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm sure, yeah. Um... What about the punishment? How were you punished? It wasn't, uh, maybe... Hmm. I'm trying to think. It was just, just shouting mostly, to be honest. Okay. Yeah. I mean, maybe a slap here and there, but, <laughs> <laughs> but nothing. All right. Yeah. I got, I got a few slaps, yeah. <laughs> but nothing so it, too bad. Okay. All right. So and what did kids want to be? Like what professions did they dream of when you were a child? I would say... Uh, like the typical ones because um, most of them were uh, encouraged by their parents. For example, they were told, oh, you have to be a doctor, you have to mm. be an engineer. But, you know, I was I was different. And uh, that time I really wanted to be like Michael Jackson. So I wanted to become a pop star, um, which of course, well, it didn't happen, obviously, <laughs> because I didn't know or I didn't realize then that, you know, you but the have love to for have music a is talent. still here. Exactly. <laughs> Aw, that's actually interesting. You know, uh, what kids want to be when they grow up, depending on the era, depending on the country. Because let's say my mom's generation, and she was born in 1963, most of the kids wanted to be uh, astronauts. Because, wow. you know, she was born right after the space race, you mm. know, and they grew up, th you know, hearing the stories of Yuri Gagarin, Valentina Tereshkova, who was the first woman in space. And they wanted to be like them. You know, that was mm. their dream. What was the name of the, um, it was revealed later on in the Soviet Union, the guy who, the first, the pioneer cosmonaut who basically burned upon re-entry. Oh, I don't know. So they did, obviously, they didn't want to be like him. Or... Well, no, usually, yeah. you know, because you're raised on the stories of other people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 So, and, well, Benjamin, what about your childhood? What did, oh, what did yeah. you personally Well, I wanted to be a pilot. Yeah. Oh, well, I, I should have seen yeah. that come in. Yeah. yeah. So, wait, why did not you pursue? I had, I had a medical issue. I had, I had a, oh. a little medical issue when I was um, a teenager and it stopped me. But so, otherwise, you would have. Yeah. Oh, but it's wow. okay. It's all right. I enjoy being here. I enjoy mm -hmm. languages. As I said, I loved alphabets and making countries. So, mm -hmm. languages are fun for me. Wow. It's interesting because I always, when I was like a little kid, I wanted to become Dr. Doolittle, you know, and just go and because I thought that he could talk to animals and whatnot. So I wanted to go into biology. And until I was 13, I actually studied biology. We conducted experiments together with the students from universities. So, you know, we would go to the labs mm -hmm. and I would actually be good at biology. Now I just look back at it and think like, how, how was I good at biology? But yeah, I was. And then I changed schools and I'm like, I don't know what I want to be. But yeah, most kids, when I was a kid, just wanted to be, oh, that's interesting. Because I think they didn't want to be like doctors or mm -hmm. engineers. I think a lot of them wanted to be businessmen, like, you know, the 90s. Mm -hmm. And then some of them just wanted to be like accountants, something like that. Nothing nothing like astronauts because that, that era was gone. You know, we were not raised on the stories about them, about the, about Yuri Gagarin or whoever. 
Yeah, it's always interesting to see because I know that, for example, in some countries, it's super prestigious to be a doctor or a yeah. lawyer. So, and Absolutely. all the parents like, you have to be a doctor. You have to be a doctor. Oh, and one more thing, by the way, uh, I I just want to share. Um, as kids, um, our parents would tell us to, hey, I, I hope someday you'll uh, get the chance to work abroad. I don't mm-hmm. know if you have such kind of like mentality, Never. but in the Philippines, it's almost like pushed to us. Uh, we were, well, mm. not just were, but we are to this day, are highly encouraged to work abroad because uh, in a lot of people's minds, uh, working abroad would entail earning more money. Mm. Yeah. Never. Well, maybe that's because, you know, we were living in a remote area. Nobody ever dreamed about even going and seeing other countries. So when I know a lot of people who have never left Russia in their entire life. Wow. So, yeah. yeah you see people from the Philippines all over the world. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they're from we are ubiquitous. Is that why? Yeah. <laughs> we're everywhere. I was also kind of surprised because you know what's happening right now in Afghanistan, right? And... Filipinos have to be evacuated. And when I read the news, I thought, what the heck? What are Filipinos doing in Afghanistan? <laughs> there are also Filipinos there. Can you believe that? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I remember in Brazil, there were Filipinos as well. Yeah. Well, I'm not surprised yeah. because in some not so, you know, familiar places in Africa, there are also Filipinos there. That's great, though. That yeah. means that you <sighs> don't have the limits yeah. in your head. Because, you know, like, let's say a lot of people from distant places and remote places in Russia, they would not even dream about that. They would say, how, where, why? How do we even get there? But that's great because you are basically brought up with the idea that the world is out there and you can go and you can work and you can move. And I think that's fantastic. This is something we should we should have been brought up with. Well, the Philippines is an island nation. And it is. You're, you're, you're seafarers, I guess. And we like traveling. That's yeah. why. Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. Really. All right. Oh, you know that, that this talk has brought, you know, so, so many memories, childhood memories, happy, unhappy. Thinking and about naughty my ones too. Now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we found out that Benjamin was a rascal. <laughs> Dead devil. <laughs> and so was Ken. And I was a little angel. <laughs> Apart from that fight in the fifth grade. But you know, you know, we all have our flaws. So all right. And what about your childhood, dear listener, who's listening to this episode right now? Where did you grow up? And was it anything of what we have described? So let let's compare. Because I know that we have listeners from all over Russia, we have listeners from other countries as well. So it's always interesting to kind of compare our experiences. So, well, that was the Big Apple School podcast. And today we discussed our childhoods. Thank you for listening. And remember, if you struggle to understand our conversation, you're always welcome to our website, which is bigappleschool.com slash podcast, where you can find full scripts of each episode. So you can read the script while listening. Also, if you want to get more content, which will help you learn English, you can follow us on the social media, such as Instagram, VK, YouTube, Telegram, and so on. Just search our name, which is Big Apple School. So that was Katja. And my guests for today were... Ken and Ben. Stay tuned and we'll see you around.